0: So one of the online voiceover casting sites that we highly recommend is Voice123. The quantity and the quality of auditions are some of the best.
1: And not only is the quantity and quality good, but your Voice123 dashboard can give you such great insight that's helpful for your career.
0: Yeah, you can actually see when clients favorite you, like your audition, and even your booking ratio which really helps you understand your sweet spot even better and how you can best serve your clients.
1: Voice123 is offering a 15% discount for a new yearly membership, beginning with the $395 tier.
0: And I made my membership amount back with one booked job.
1: And I actually just signed up. If you're interested, see the link in the show notes or description
0: to get 15% off your new Voice123 membership.
1: You're listening to the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com podcast. Hey, I'm Mike Stout.
0: And I'm Heidi Rue. We're both full-time voice talent and owners of Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com. AVS is a recording and training studio in Atlanta with virtual options available to join. And ProVoiceOverTraining.com offers on-demand video resources to better your voiceover
1: career. Our purpose in creating both of these is to give you the resources you need to create the career you want. And that's exactly why this podcast exists as well.
0: Each month, we bring on an expert to share their industry knowledge, insight, and helpful tips.
1: Visit AtlantaVoiceOverStudio.com and ProVoiceOverTraining.com for more great resources.
0: Just a heads up, this episode was actually recorded via IG Live with Jim and Sam earlier this month. Check it out. Hello, hello, everyone. I um, am so excited today for this live because we are talking about AI and voiceover. And um, I guarantee you that I'm sure that you probably have questions, hi, Marla, about AI and voiceover here in just a minute and we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about like what does it mean for talent there's Jim right now and what can we do you know as far as our careers go um and yeah it is going to be a great okay let's see sam there we go oh great
1: there
0: we go awesome awesome Okay, and thank you everyone that rejoined us after the test (laughs) and came back a few Mm -hmm. minutes later. We really appreciate it. Um, Again, I'm going to introduce them in just a second, but I want to give everybody just a a few minutes to join us. We are going to be talking about AI and voiceover. I'm sure you probably haven't heard anything about AI (laughs) (laughs) recently, um, and you're probably not concerned whatsoever. Um, but listen, this is going to be an interactive live. So if you have questions about AI, then please feel free to add them to the comments. And if I don't get to them right away, I promise, I promise that I will. Um, okay. Let us let's go ahead and get started. First of all, I want to introduce Sam, Sam Eufret. She is a producer, director, engineer. Um if you've gotten a casting notice from Lotus, you know that she is the most creative and <laughs> incredibly skilled at gifts, for sure. One of the best <laughs> I've seen. Um, and she's been at Lotus since 2017. Just, uh, just such a great person and a great engineer. In fact, if you're a voice talent that needs help with their home studio setups, then Sam also does that. So um, Sam, we're so happy to have you here with us today. Thank and Jim, you. yeah, and Jim Kennedy. I mean, you've been in the business for over 35 years—an engineer, producer, director, owner of Lotus Productions in New York City. And not only that, but Lotus has created a synthetic division, voice division for uh, at Lotus Productions. I just re said that, but anyways. And so they are the ones that we get to talk to. They are the experts at this. They've been on the forefront of it. So that's why I asked them to join me today to talk about all this. So Jim and Sam, thank you again so much for joining us on this crazy weird platform with IG Live. <laughs> oh,
2: that's great, thank you. Oh, that thank you. Awesome, love to do these. <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, Andy. we're really happy to be here and always happy to meet new voices and talk to old friends. And certainly we uh, you know value our relationship with the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. You, you've you helped us meet some really interesting talent that we've had a lot right. of success with. But uh, you know, we have Sam and I and Jillian, my sister, Mary, and all of us at Lotus Productions. We have the chance to talk to a lot of different people, a lot of different platforms about AI, about voiceover. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can really honestly say that yours is a valuable resource. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, You always tell the truth and uh, you put it out in a nice, easy, digestible way for people. So we're really happy to be with you tonight. So Uh look forward to the conversation.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Well, let's dive in. So what is like the latest with AI and voiceover? Cause I mean, even things have changed, like even last week, there was news about all kinds of different things with AI. So mm-hmm. what do you guys know of, it's been the latest so far?
2: The biggest thing in AI, the biggest thing about AI is that it's always changing and it, mm-hmm. uh, it changes all the time. Uh, the technology keeps improving. So it's been very important for talents, designers, developers, or audio production people like ourselves to familiarize yourself with the basics and always be learning. Anything really up to date, Sam, on the uh, AI vibe, on the, on the gaming side? People, or,
3: I would feel, I feel like some people are finally starting to realize you can't shake your fist at the amalgamous AI. You realize that there are different kinds and they do different things. Um, so I think people are starting to realize, hey, this AI is different from this AI but if I want to learn about it, I need to learn about the specific one I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So I've been starting to finally notice a lot more of that. People are paying attention to the type of AI they want to research mm-hmm. or study, which is really important to realize that they all kind of work a little differently. They're not all the
2: same. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you get down to the specific of it, AI will influence commercials differently than e-lessons, than promos. Uh, so you really can drill down vertically. Mm. The one big statement we say to people is, this is the moment to be curious and not judgmental. That's a good advice in life anyway, but uh, be curious about AI and not judgmental of it. And I think you're going to feel better about it.
0: Yeah. 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 That's great. Uh, very Ted Lasso of you, <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I love it, Indeed. I love it. <laughs> he got that from you though, didn't
2: he? <laughs> he, he he's I think so,
0: for sure. <laughs> um, so what can VO Talent do though to kind of, like I think one of the biggest concerns, and, and again, voiceover talent that are joining us today, feel free to chime in here. Um, we want this to be very interactive, but one of the things that I know that a lot of our, my voiceover friends are thinking is like what does this mean down the road like do i need to get another job to make sure i can you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: provide for myself or is there something that i can be doing to future-proof my career
2: yeah fu- future-proof is the right word it, it's really a matter yeah. of upskilling yourself and reskilling yourself in, in some mm-hmm. uh, particulars uh the first thing is familiarize yourself with the basics You know, start reading up on the basics of synthetic voice and and generative AI. Uh, If you can build a solid foundation for yourself and then slowly start a deep dive into the subject, obviously, you're going to do a lot better. Uh, Maybe Sam can talk about uh, how you can maybe experiment with some of the existing models that are out
0: there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: doing
3: that for a wedding. Yeah. I I literally had ChatGPT plan my rehearsal dinner because I have no idea what you're supposed to do for a rehearsal dinner. I'm like, what happens at rehearsal dinners? And then it just gave me a step-by-step playbook of what to do. I'm like, okay, I feel better now. That's amazing. And then, um, you know, and that's with ChatGPT, which is a different type of AI than an audio-based AI, where it might be text-to-speech or speech-to-speech, but it's still an AI. It's still an Mm -hmm. algorithm that's predictive. So something to keep in mind is learning about ai wherever you can start incorporating mm-hmm. it into what you do in your daily flow like i actually use chat gpt to help me plan out my days and strategize and do study guides and things like that you know obviously all the like all the kids are using it to do their homework yeah. that's a pretty like widely known secret at this point um but the thing is it really just does give you like hey i have a question what's the answer and then it can give it back to you very much like asking Google, but it's a little bit more, I don't know how to explain the word for it. It's a little bit, you could really drill down. Like, Mm. it it drills down where, like, a Google search may not be able to. Um, And then the thing is, especially if you want it for your career, you need to know the difference between text-to-speech AI versus speech-to-speech AI. Mm. I can kind of go over them a little quickly. Text-to-speech, you type in something, it says it with a generated voice. Uh, Speech-to-speech, I can be talking with you right now and then put a filter over it, and then I could have a totally different pitch and tone. So Mm. that's the difference between the two. Anybody who has worked with apps like VoiceMod has an idea of what speech-to-speech is like. It's almost like the sound shrink wraps around your vocal pattern. And then you can sound, you have your exact intonations and everything, uh, but it's a different voice or a different sound altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of people, especially on TikTok, if you use any of the AI voices on TikTok, you can already see text-to-speech and speech-to-speech on there. Mm-hmm. It's been a l- part of the conversation, at least since 2019, 2020. So, um, the, like, honestly, seeing which uh, media platforms are embracing AI and seeing how they're using it, how they're working with it, as opposed to just saying, hey, I don't want to have anything to do with it, it's really important that you keep an open mind because... Um, i don't want a tangent it's like that that's kind of what it comes down to it's about being willing to learn about this stuff and believe it or not you can have ChatGPT give you an entire curriculum you just type in hey i want to learn about audio based ai Mm. give me a college curriculum for it and it will lay it out with books resources um like cited sources everything and it'll have it all there for you and you have somewhere to start looking
2: yeah Yeah. and we're we're a big fan like just coming to this uh conversation today is important if yeah. you're here today you're making a great step we're big fans of attending workshops attending conferences i think that can be uh mm-hmm. you know we uh, conferences that talk about synthetic voice mm-hmm. and generative ai those sorts of conferences
0: yeah
2: uh what we did you know we got into the voiceover uh ai space about six years ago i put lotus productions into it and all we did was collaborate with developers you know we wanted to uh you know have build up relationships so that when they were ready to work, come into the and work with day in day out voiceover actors that we already had relationships with them so mm-hmm. attend workshops collaborate with developers and uh, the important thing like sam said is to keep learning yeah it's always it's all it's always about learning
0: yeah yeah i um there's a couple of questions here but i also wanted just to tag on to that Do you think that if people are looking up more of like even the latest news stories, would the Mm -hmm. term that we should be looking up, is that synthetic voice or voices? Is that the specific term that we should be looking up? Uh, Because AI will give you. AI is
2: everything. Right.
0: Yeah. So synthetic voices would be.
2: Synthetic voice within generative AI. Okay. That
0: would be the
3: scientific, but if you want to maybe get stuff related specifically to audio-based AI, you could just say audio-based AI. Okay. That's kind of That tends to be more of a layman's term that you could find on Google if you're looking for research on it. Oh, great.
2: Obviously, there's a whole video AI thing that's going on. It's a very important conversation, but obviously yes. we're in the voiceover business, the audio production business, yeah. voice yeah. talent business, so you want to just focus down on synthetic voice, yeah. generative AI, yeah. and synthetic voice.
0: Okay, great. That was a good question. <laughs> yeah. We have, um, we have some other people that have some questions. So I want to get to those real quick. Um, so Coco Hay said I was worried as well cause I heard with AI that they will not need me as a voiceover artist anymore. What do you guys think about, right. well, about
3: that's, that? That's yeah, well, no,
0: that's
2: not gonna uh, Don't, let you, Coco, no. No. going to
0: happen.
3: voiceover yeah. work. I promise.
2: Yeah. They, it it always originates from a, an, an actor's voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. what, it really complements your career, Coco, and and to everyone. The way we're going about it is that you'll have your live voiceover career like you have right now, but in the very near future or in the next week, you will also have a synthetic (laughs) voice career. Uh, And they work together. They parallel together. So brands and clients of ours will be interested in hiring you to have a live session, which you're familiar with. But some of them will start to choose to use you in a synthetic version as well and that has to do with marketing it, it really doesn't have to do with ai ai is just mm-hmm. a tool uh it's not a competitor i mean maybe you could keep that in your mind mm-hmm. ai is a tool not a competitor and you take this tool and you put it into the you use your own human intellect your skills as an as an actor we use it with our skills as audio producers and and technicians and we mm-hmm. put it together and that's where we come up with some really interesting new products and that's yeah. what we're heading into yeah I hope that helped coco
0: i i think <laughs> that that's great um so m m mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Wosh wosh sure um had asked in which voiceover fields do you think ai voiceover could really replace humans and i think you had kind of mentioned a little bit that there's like you know different genres like mm-hmm. e-learning yeah. AI voices or synthetic voice is going to be a little different than commercial.
2: Correct.
0: So, yeah. So, do I, you have an indication of that? or? Yeah, what? I would say like,
3: it's already for a good portion it, like, taken over IVR telephony. Mm. Uh, we've had that even before the early 2000s. That's existed yeah. for a long time. So, we're used to talking to bots as it is. Um, so, that's usually anything that's considered on the back end. What I mean by that is, is it going to be forward-facing? Is it going to be on TV? Is it going to be like this, that, or the other? Typically, the consensus is, hey, if I have an AI voice uh, and it's on the back end, it's totally fine. If it's Mm forward-facing, we need to have a deeper conversation. And, you know, one of the big things to keep in mind is, sure, all of these conversations are happening, but one thing you need to be aware of as a talent is the contracting. That's where Mm -hmm. all of that is going to come into play. So if you're able to create, well, you know, there are templates now out there for AI based VO work um, in terms of contracts and you know you just have to specify I want my voice used for xyz not to be used for abc Mm -hmm. and it runs for x amount of years and you know that that's kind of similar to what we do with uh, any kind of national spots Mm -hmm. it's like you have it running for an x amount of time for a certain amount if they want to re-up they pay a fee it's the same kind of way you just have to treat it that way with, obviously, like the new terminology, the new technology. But you can take those uh, base core elements of contracting in the VO world, and it will help you to be able to put contracts together.
2: Okay. Right. One, thing, one thing we're starting to see with contracts, we, obviously, I've spent five, six years now developing AI voiceover contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably spend another five, <laughs> six years doing it, but it's an exciting, it's an exciting field. Uh, we're starting to create almost a different language. It's not going to be the same language, I, I believe. That's like, oh, it's three audio ads and two TVs for mm-hmm. 13 weeks on cable, and, and then you do the calculation. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll be that way. I think it'll mm-hmm. be you'll know that you're going to, you're the, your synthetic voice is going to be used for a specific period of time, for a specific mm-hmm. product, for a specific fee. And then the, the developers can go in and use your synthetic voice to make either 40 videos or 400 videos to, mm. that to go, that'll be negotiated in the front but they'll just be a set dollar amount yeah. so That's as a right. talent you have your live career where you're building building your career and looking for opportunities but you'll also know that well i have two synthetic accounts that i'm guaranteed to make this much money over the six mm. months or a year and so it'll help you to develop your life whether you know whatever you want to do with your life yeah, because uh, yeah. you'll kind of know that, like, oh, I have this money in the bank already. Now I'll go on to have my live voiceover, classic voiceover career. I mm-hmm. hope that helps. Yeah. helps. It's, that it's
0: does. Um, and Aaron, actually, it, he was already asking kind of that question that you mm-hmm. answered, but I'd like to tack on something to what he, he asked. So sure. Aaron asked, what does that mean for usage and pay moving forward, which I think you answered. Uh,
2: yeah, but- it'll be. It'll be very specific. Like when we, yeah. when we negotiate AI synthetic contracts now, every job is done one at a time. That's, like, yeah. that's the way everyone's doing it. Yeah. Everyone's doing one negotiation at a time. There's no grid or formula or matrix yet. Okay. The, more, the more these jobs come along, we'll start to develop a matrix, but that's still down the road.
0: Okay. And Sam, you had mentioned that there's some templates to be able, to, it, does Nava mm-hmm. have one of those for AI or do you know?
2: Uh, they I have some Nava language, have do I don't either. think they have a template. Open Voice Network is
3: the one that has the templates. Uh, okay. Open Voice Network, for those who don't know, is an ethics committee by developers, producers, directors, people like us. We're also involved in OVN. Um, and these are people who are trying to create an ethical foundation for AI and voiceover. Mm and for voice actors, Mm -hmm. um, specifically because, you know, everybody kind of knows what happened with Siri, Mm -hmm. um, with the iPhone 4. And um, the thing is, realistically, it was an experimental technology. It was written that way in the contract. So nobody expected it to kind of blow up the way it did. It just Mm -hmm. happened. But that created, unfortunately, a precedent for how those contracts Mm -hmm. are made. So Mm -hmm. when you have the big three, which are Amazon, Google, and Apple, controlling the conversation on AI, they can write the contracts as they see fit. And that's mm-hmm. why in became the two most feared words in the industry for such sure. a while. Um, so what we do with OVN is we help them build contracts and help them give them templates. So this way, all of the developers they're working with, all of the developers we start to work with, have a foundation that they can say, hey, we want an AI voice, but we don't want to rip anybody off. We want to make sure everybody's paid accordingly and uh, uh, correctly. Yeah. So okay. that's a lot of what we do with them. And they have their Mm -hmm. contract, I think, available. It's just free, right? Like they, you
0: could download it from their site. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and do you
3: know? Fill
2: in the blanks.
0: (laughs) Would it just be? Is it Open Voice or what is Uh, it? What's the Open Voice Network? Open Voice Network. Network. Okay, gotcha. So it's Mm -hmm. OpenVoiceNetwork.org, guys, and I'm guessing maybe
2: it would be under
0: resources.
3: Yeah, you can just Google search it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Find them pretty easily. Yeah, and there uh-huh.
2: are many voice actors whose names are you familiar with. We've brought on to uh, to be on some of the committees with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see they also have they've written up a some sort of agreement. It has another name, but there's an agreement that they introduced in just in Nashville the other day when there was a convention. Yeah, and it's a it's a you know Lotus production signed the agreement. Lots of different production companies are signing the agreement. Uh, mm-hmm. So you see that there are designers, developers. Production company, talent agency groups that are coming together to be forth you know, forthcoming, transparent, be inclusive. Uh, this is where we're trying to drive the industry, and that's why we mm-hmm. talk about it's a very exciting time to be involved, to you know, get educated, get involved, because this is an opportunity to really have an influence on how this is gonna become part of all our lives mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. So that's an exciting for us at Lotus, that's a very exciting challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, wonderful. Sure. Well, um, and Aaron, um, I'm sorry, I hope we answered your question. So, um, Aaron Pierce? Yeah. Uh, Yes, you know Aaron, we, you? Hired, we hired Aaron. Yes. Who are you guys?
2: I know. <laughs> Way to go, Aaron. You're doing great. great.
0: He's awesome. <laughs> um, Aaron, I'll also, and anybody that's listening to this, I'll try and I can't do it in the comment section on Instagram, but we're actually going to repurpose this as a podcast June 1st. And so I'll include it in the show notes, but I'll link over. I did an email newsletter that I worked with another agent on to try and help figure out like at least like kind of a base um guide for what how to charge for text-to-speech like if you get it in in like an online casting site or something you're not sure like whether it's good or not so i'll (laughs) link that too so that has a little more specifics
2: yeah the big big thing with that is you really have to be conscious of the companies you're partnering with obviously on whether it's voice one two three or voices.com there are a lot of synthetic voice opportunities there Mm -hmm. there we don't participate with those sites but uh you know, always just be conscious of the companies you partner with. Read your contracts before you sign them. It's mm-hmm. always good advice. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, just work just like in your normal business life. Work with people you trust. You know, that, that, that's a, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you lend your voice to any project, you have to think about what am I getting involved in? Who am I getting involved in? Uh, mm-hmm. So just same thing you do in your classic voiceover career, you're going to do in your AI voiceover career.
0: Mm, that's great. Okay. So Wash, I'm so sorry if I'm screwing up your name. Um, he asked, uh, can I protect my voice or get anything or let's see. Oh, oh, in case AI uses my voice, like do the, do talent need to protect their like demos on their website or can somebody just pull, you know, it off well, their website or what?
2: Well, again, AI is just technology and there's always, you know, crooked people. You know, mm-hmm. there's just, you know, I love life, but always, people are going to do rotten things. Uh, are there things you can do to protect yourself? Uh, I don't know. Not really. Not I, the, I'd, uh, honestly, we're not, yeah, be, we load of, yeah, we're not overly worried about that. Uh, mm-hmm. We're really just trying to, you know, move the, move this experience forward in a, in a positive way and, and not like not live in fear, not be worried yeah. about things. I think that slows you up. It stops development. And uh, yeah. I think you really should be like, you know, thinking positive about it as opposed yeah. to, like, yeah. not, you know, I, I don't want to put my demos up because somebody might take my demo and make a synthetic version yeah, of it. Like,
3: one other I thing, thing I would probably keep it's in mind to, is to that um, to be able to get a clean feed of your audio to make it into AI, it can't have anything behind it, so your mm-hmm. demos are going to be fine. It can't clean out that music. It's not going to yeah. be able to do that properly. Um, but one thing I will say is there are not that many malicious people in the world (laughs) looking for people to just randomly have AI voices say anything. Where you're typically seeing that is more fan based stuff. What Mm. I mean by that is uh, like video game characters that say funny things. Mm. It's usually used as a tool for making memes. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of like the main basis of people who are using it right now. Of course, there's going to be people who are doing it for gross reasons. um, And You know, it's all about making sure it gets regulated and properly, um, not legalized, but just basically getting rid of this moral gray area that it has. It's about making sure we're involved to make sure, hey, you cannot use AI for this thing. You absolutely cannot do it for this, that, or the other, Um, because right now there really isn't anything... Codifying protections against AI or, a, you know, malicious use of AI. Yeah. So it's really actually more about the lawmaking, and the reason we're so involved with the contracts is because, until there are laws, kind of putting that in place, we have to self-regulate ourselves and do it mm-hmm. in a, you know, responsible manner. So that's why we're trying to do this yeah. as much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a I bigger don't know if that convers- the question, but that's yeah, kind of where it led. It's a bigger conversation of how, like, social media platforms will be. Are they unprepared, or are they unwilling to detect or control the spread of, you know, generative AI content? That's a whole different problem that we have to, you know, be aware of as just citizens, not just voiceover talent. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I think social media companies obviously they want people to trust them, so I think they will, in time, uh, do things to address these challenges. Because if mm-hmm. if they erode their trust, then you know, who's going to use the platforms? So right. Yeah. There's an up. There's an upside to it. Too.
0: That's that's a great point. And Maria had said, which Maria, we actually talked a little bit about at the beginning, but I think we can kind of expound on it. But the positive that um, synthetic voices and AI can bring to the voiceover Community, because now I think somebody's explained it like we have the ability to do our job like with a passive income, which Mm -hmm. is huge because there's a ceiling for how long we can talk in a day (laughs) on the microphone. So yeah,
2: it's very true. Or or how long your careers will last too. Just honestly. Uh, one nice thing about voice is uh, my experience, obviously, I've been in the voice business a long time. Your voice never really ages. You know, like Mm -hmm. the voice you have when you're 35, 40 is also the voice you'll be using as a a more mature talent in your 50s and 60s. -hmm. Sometimes the drugs that people are on as they get older affect their voice because it it dries them out. But Mm -hmm. basically your voice stays the same. So uh, yes, for it was Maria.
0: Yes, Maria,
2: yeah. So, yeah, we do see it as uh, the great potential for passive income. You're seeing more and more platforms emerge because of AI. And Mm -hmm. so they're obviously going to have voice. We're entering into the decade of voice. So, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to like Coco being like, I'm worried, should I not be in this industry? This is the perfect time to be in this industry. (laughs) It's an amazing growth moment. uh, And how we defend ourselves and protect our rights is, of course, what we're all talking about today. But Mm -hmm. it's a great moment to be in the industry because you're going to have your synthetic voice working for you while you have more free time to, instead of reading, you know, a a huge, and maybe some of you guys work for TransPerfect, and you're reading this gigantic legalese thing that's 50, 50, 60 pages? Yeah, that's a gig, (laughs) I know. But now your synthetic voice can do that gig, and you can be free to do something that's more creative, something that Mm -hmm. appeals to you. You can use your mind to develop your skills. You might become better at improv. You might become better at comedy because you're not stuck reading a gigantic, you know, well, I got to do my e-lessons and so yeah, I better yes. do my reading. So it, it should free, just like all AI, it right. should free up our times as individuals. And so it'll free up our time as talents, producers.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great.
2: That's our theory. I love it. It's a great theory.
0: <laughs> um, Charles Bain said, are there any credible um, places that a voice actor can work with to develop and market a synthetic version of their voice? Mm-hmm
2: it's very challenging. It's very, maybe Sam will talk to it. It's very (laughs) challenging marketing your voice on your own. Uh, And actually when we talk the big conversation that we have, one of the bigger conversations we have with the designers and developers is, Hey Jim, Hey Lotus Productions, how do you put us in front of your clients? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we are involved now in the last six months, last year, we've been involved in business development for, Veritone, Reese Feature, some of the major platforms, because they're looking for clients. And it's challenging for us, for Lois Productions. It's been very challenging to get our brands to get on board with uh, mm-hmm. a synthetic voice. Mm-hmm. Sam can talk about, uh, everybody's afraid of making the mistake, you know, of having Sorry. the synthetic yeah,
3: that's, voice. That's <laughs> a big thing. Every. <laughs> All of the big companies are doing their research, but nobody's put their foot in the pool yet. That's uh, the big thing. Because they want to do this, they want to do this, that, and the other, but they are all worried about being the fall guy for the moment that something yeah. goes wrong. So, so they're very hesitant about it. So once we have like a major company kind of take the leap and do it, we're going to see a l- big difference in that. I mean, realistically, it's, it, it's a matter of time before it becomes part of the everyday repertoire, mm. but it's, it's, it's on its way it's just a matter of who's going to take the first step
2: there right. yeah it, it, it really ties into marketing uh, as much as obviously we want to talk about voiceovers and acting today mm-hmm. it really has to do with the way we're going to be marketed to and okay. how ai will market to us it's mm-hmm. just the natural development of, of a part of our industry yeah so they want to market so specifically vertically down to us that mm-hmm. they oh, the only way to get the content out is to use synthetic voices yeah. uh, because you can't, the speed of delivery, the the speed of delivery and the specific, specificity of the message has mm-hmm. to be delivered so quickly. Yeah, sure. Like they'll, there's a certain moment of, of, in the day that I'm, that it's better to text to me. Like they, mm-hmm. they have that data right. or to you, know. to you, to you, yeah. to you, Heidi. They know, which yeah. is fine. They know that. Right. So they'll deliver that message in a very specific way, in a voice that appeals to you and you'll hear it. It'll be audible as mm-hmm. opposed to just type.
3: You're already yeah. kind of seeing that with push alerts. Like if you get a push alert from any of your apps on your phone, it knows because you have a tendency to shop at certain yeah. times. These websites are already using algorithms to be able to market to you. Yeah. You know, the targeted ads on YouTube, that's because of stuff you've interacted with on Google. So if you're already interacting with AI for marketing purposes. You have been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, and, you know, one thing to keep in mind is it's just going to get very specific to you. It's not just going to throw out random general stuff. Like you're probably not going to get an ARP commercial if you're 30. So that's kind of what it does. It's able to target, Hey, this is the market audience for this thing. Here's how we drill down to them.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll we'll send in the information. There are two books that we recommend to talent. One, One has to do with AI marketing. Very good book, and it it really describes what's going to happen and how voice fits into it. Then we have another book that we talk about, about how you should embrace change in your career, that it's very important to embrace change. That's written by the editor of Entrepreneur, but uh, they're two books that, you know, they're not hard to read. They're not overly technical, Mm -hmm. which is important for people, Mm -hmm. but you'll start to understand the reasons why this is happening, Mm -hmm. and I think that'll calm people down and then get them excited about learning more.
0: Great. Well, and again, like if you guys, so just the people that have just joined us, we're going to re kind of air this during the podcast, during our podcast in June. So it'll, it'll be out June 1st. So I'll include links to those books too, in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So just so you know, if that it will be there, that will be easy access. Um, Now, one of the things that I really appreciated about you guys was because we already talked a little bit and I would love for you to expand on this, but. Um, I, Mike, and I both have tried to create our own synthetic voices through Eleven Labs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Eleven, yeah,
2: right, Eleven Labs. We love yep. those
0: guys. And both of our voices, it just did, it just sounded way too um, computer generated. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you guys said was, you probably you you may need a lot more um, audio. Data. Data. right data yeah. okay mm-hmm. it are there any other tips that you can give us for people that are trying to maybe create their own voice good one. Uh, to make sure that it sounds really good and natural
2: yeah, good one this is this leads. this is a Sam question oh yeah and, uh, there's there's a whole whether it's Sam or Jillian who also works with us there's a whole emerging world of new skills in audio production and one of them is exactly that question what makes a good synthetic voice mm-hmm. and that's something we've been working on especially sam <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah so um don't mind the passing cards by the way i got a lot of street racers on this street. so um one thing to kind of keep in mind is it depends on the type of speech you are doing sorry about that loud car um so there's a big difference in two uh, in in audio there's text to speech and mm-hmm. then there's speech to text to speech You type in something, it says it for you. That's typically where it sounds robotic, because it's being typed out. It can't correctly pick up on certain nuances when you're doing stuff, Mm -hmm. as opposed to -to speech-to-speech. Kind of like how I was saying earlier, it's your voice, it's your intonation, it's the way, your cadence, everything. It just has a filter wrapped around it that makes it sound different. Mm -hmm. So to have a more natural-sounding voice, you're still going to need to do natural-sounding voiceover it's just mm. going to be part of the industry yeah but one thing to kind of keep in mind is yeah things are going to sound robotic for text-to-speech and it really does depend on how much audio you have in the bank mm. for them to be able to pull from and what exactly they're pulling are these things called phonemes so to kind of explain what those are take the word cat you can make three words out of that. you have mm. the word cat the word act and the word tack it's Mm. phonemes are basically an alphabet of sound it's not an like a written alphabet like the way we know it it's a spoken alphabet it's very phonetic so um that's what it's trying to pick up with those speech-to-speech systems so the more audio you have on hand of your voice the, the better it could sound because it has more to pull from it knows more of your nuances more of your cadence more of this that the other and then in terms of creating an AI voice, one of the best things you could do is literally just read it like if you were having a conversation, because the more enunciated and pointed, mm. you get, the more you get these things called artifacts, which are these blips and clicks and pops that do not sound correct. Mm. So the more you try to be deliberate with your speech, the worse it's going to sound. Oh. You have to be natural. It's
2: It's great. Right. It's interesting. And also because this is a developing industry, uh, the different designers, developers, platforms, though very similar, mm. are different. You know, sure. so as, a, as an audio production company, we're mm. making comparison between Veritone, Reese Feature, 11 Labs. How are they different? Mm. Who's, better than, who's better than the mm. other? Who does something clever? Who's faster? Who's slower? So when we bring our brands to them and get to know our brands and our voice talent, we know where to put them to get the result that they want. Yeah. So again, it, it's a developing industry. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. That's a good question. That was a good question though.
0: Very, very good <laughs> yeah.
2: question. We're trying to figure out. Everybody's trying to figure that out.
0: I know, I know. Yeah, but, it's it, a- but it's
2: also a matter of as as the development gets faster and better, it'll be easier to make more sure. copies of your voice.
0: Yeah, yeah. And this is another question on t- top of that. And Coco, I see your mm-hmm. question too. I promise you I'll get to that as well. Um, but one of the things like with range so mm-hmm. is that something that we should think about is voice talent of creating different voices based on our range does that make sense
2: or mm-hmm. does it just
0: kind of is the the game now just to be you and natural and that's what's gonna uh
2: i think one of the interesting uh one thing that we're talking about or considering is as a little down the road, but as more synthetic voices come into the marketplace Mm. and people start to panic like, oh, no, what you're going to see is the more natural, realistic voice come up on the rise Mm. because people want something that's different than the synthetic voices. So you'll see more more emphasis on natural-sounding voices. Mm -hmm. So even though that's certainly the trend nowadays, I don't see that as a trend that's ever going to go away. I just think it'll rise a little bit more. Okay. Sort Sort of a sidebar yeah uh and of course you know what ai also is, uh, ai also feeds into the demand this increased demand for diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. that's what ai provides so there there's a lot of upsides to ai and obviously it's one of the reasons why we're attracted to it you now we're big yeah. on diversity we're big on inclusion yes. in classic voiceovers and now we want to see that come into ai as mm-hmm. well
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because with Love, the majority of the big three, the people who were developing those AI voices were a bunch of tech dude bros, so they're not really <laughs> keeping your... your like your traits in mind like if you are not a white male or a white female in the traditional sense it probably won't pick up correctly so that's another reason it's like there is inherent bias in the tools that are being built and it's not the tool's fault it's the people who develop them Mm. so we're also trying to iron out those kinks at the same time so this way it could be fair and
0: equitable for everybody Mm -hmm. yeah um, okay. So you Coca- see,
2: there's a, there's a lot of really great challenges. Yes, <laughs> It's a great time to get involved.
0: So Coco just said that, um, so she lives in uh United Arab and said, so do you think that, do you think will be used a lot here as well? Oh, I guess AI and text to UA-
2: so, In the UAE? Yeah. Uh, well, voiceovers is global. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everything about voice is global and certainly, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't see why the UAE would be against it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I I, realistically, we can't speak to what it's what's going to happen in other countries because we're focusing on the AI market in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some abroad with Europe and Canada and related things like that, but we're not able to be able to track everybody's uh, AI progressions if that makes mm-hmm. any sense other countries are going to have different laws sure. they're going to have different uh procedures they're going to have different companies altogether that have different business mm-hmm. practices than what's mm-hmm. happening in the u.s so that's all going to be extremely um specific to your area and where you're doing your voiceover for
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: that's great um but well, well, so-
2: we're rooting for you come, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> come on when, get involved when, go ahead
0: one of the things that I was wondering, I don't know if you guys have any opinion on this, but what about animation? Is that—is are the synthetic voices going to go in that mm-hmm. genre, or how do I you, mean, how, we're not seeing how they? It now. Okay,
3: We're not seeing it right now, because like I said before, everything, if it's forward-facing, there's a tendency to lean away from AI-related stuff. We still want to hire people for um, video games and animations and this, that, the other. You know, it, there have been AI voices in shows, like one is B and Puppycat. They use a synthesizer mm. for one of the characters. So, um, you know, it will exist. It can exist, but it's just mm. going to be dependent upon in what context. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think what matters is, um, how do I explain this? I just had it in my head. I'll come back to it oh, again, but okay. there was a thought that I had, and I'll, I'll blurt it out when I remember Yeah, it. that's okay.
2: Uh, I think you see AI voices in gaming and animation mm-hmm. as placeholders. Developers use the AI voices to create the concepts, Mm -hmm. and then once the concept or they're approved, then they come back and they hire the real announcers. Mm -hmm. But then they give you the scratch tracks as the uh, as as, as the guide. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: We're seeing.
2: We're seeing. We're seeing that that exists. Okay. That exists. Well, yeah, which makes sense. Today we were talking with uh, a couple of designers and a creative team about. Having the you're the writer, you wrote a script and you Mm -hmm. have a sort of a scratch trap vibe. You know what you want. So you come on to our site, you read into our site, the script, and then we could have synthetic voices available. So the auditions are instant. So say Heidi's there, say Mike's there and there are synthetic versions Mm -hmm. of you. So they Mm -hmm. just push on Heidi and it has the scratch Mm -hmm. track and it comes Mm -hmm. out in your voice. And it goes right mm-hmm. back to the client. Yeah. That way the it speeds up the audition process. Yeah, and again, and it frees thing. you. And yeah. it frees you from having to audition. Right. No, you don't have to. Right. And yeah. if, say, they dug you and they dug you and they dug two, three other people, they really like Coco also. So it's now like, okay, we really like Heidi. We really like Coco. But now let's have them do it live. Let's mm-hmm. really do the job. And mm-hmm. then we instead of auditioning 40, 50 people for a job, They just come back and audition two, three, four people. So it's a Mm -hmm. cut down in in the time that you have to commit as a voice talent.
3: Yeah. It it really is streamlining. It's helping really (laughs) kind of consolidate time so that's why it's Mm -hmm. more efficient. That's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest uses we're seeing for it right now.
0: Which almost feels like online casting sites, that's not even going to be needed as much if that's the case. Uh, (laughs) Sam's like, no comment, maybe.
2: Uh." <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see how they adapt to it. Yeah. And how they bring it into the experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Could, could be um, interesting. One other question that I wanted to um, ask along those same lines is, you know, a big topic of conversation last week and a couple you know, past couple weeks or so is voices.com and them, you know, um, developing a lot of synthetic voices. And one of the things that they've we've been seeing a lot from them is like um taking different voices and putting them together. It's like a training or something like that yeah. for synthetic mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Can you explain like what that is or what the difference is and how that could impact uh, stuff? Or do you know? Sure,
2: but, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. Uh, when you look at a, a pay to play site, not specifically voices.com, mm. what these companies are looking for is they don't want to, they, they want, they don't want a third party vendor. They don't want to have to go to another company to get the audio made. So the uh, the thing that what they're trying to solve is now it's contained within the site because mm-hmm. you don't want to have to come onto voices.com and then leave the site, even right. if it's internal and go get your audio, and have it come back. So that that's their yeah. decision. Why they bought a company like I voice see. AI. Yeah. So now they don't have to use a third party vendor because mm-hmm. again, it speeds up the process and they have a little more control. I gotcha. Uh, okay. There is something Interesting uh, from a creative point of view, even for us. The way the way voice casting is done is that we're going to be challenged to come up with combinations of voices, yeah. so they are unique, so they don't have certain identities. So uh, it's a little more detailed than we probably get into now. But as as someone who's going to be in casting in the future, Sam, Jillian, mm-hmm. or there are people 15, 16 years old now mm-hmm. who are going to mm-hmm. control this industry in ten years. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to all they're going to be about experimentation and customization of voices and that involves the combinations of people. Wow. So maybe that's sort of back to where you're headed. So that'll be something to look for as that's a way that casting will evolve like when as Lotus Mm -hmm. Productions when we sit and we have discussions about like how will casting change in four years, eight years, ten years. Mm -hmm. This is something that we see that you'll have this uh, experimentation challenge broadcasting people like ourselves not just like oh i know heidi Rue, she'll be great you know that's nice but that probably won't be the way it happens in the future
0: sure wow
2: but it'll be good but you'll still get hired yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's gonna be so interesting to see how all this works out and Mm -hmm. um and what we need to do and and even like uh studios like lotus i mean you guys are already setting the groundwork to future proof and to meet the needs of your Mm -hmm. clients and of course you're always there for the voice talent as well so we really appreciate you you guys for that
2: (laughs) Um, there's no going forward without the talent (laughs) since (laughs) since the 1980s it's true like everybody can buy Mm -hmm. gear everybody can have equipment but it's the relationship to the talents is what makes us different. And that's yeah. that's important to us.
0: Well, well, awesome. Well, thank you guys so very much. Um, and thank you, everyone that joined us. Um, if you have any other questions, feel free to ask us, and we can try and ask Jim and Sam. Maybe they'll sure. come back and um, be with us um, another time. But if you missed a lot of this conversation, then it will re-air um not only on our instagram page but also so video version but also audio version through our podcast on june 1st and i'll include all the links in the show notes that we talked about here um so i hope that you can join us if you weren't able to catch all of it because there's some really good stuff in there um so jim and sam thank you again so much for Mm -hmm. taking the time and and jumping on so we can get to see your faces. Great. Um, it's just great. Yeah. So appreciate yeah, you
2: thank you, Heidi. Always a pleasure. And we just really invite everyone to be a part of the conversation. Join, mm-hmm. it, join in with us.
0: And follow Lotus Voices, too, oh, on yeah. Instagram. So we're sure. here. Lotus. It's Lotus like a really Lotus easy. Voice. Yes, mm-hmm. please do. They they post great stuff. Well, yeah, guys, thank you everyone. again so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone that joined. <laughs> Have a good day. All right, Bye. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye.